The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be looking into the crystal ball to tell you SEOs and content marketers what you can expect in 2021. Joining us again today is Colin Colburn, who is a senior analyst at Forrester, which is one of the most influential research and advisory firms in the world. Colin's research focuses on current and future trends in performance marketing, including strategies and best practices for search engine optimization, paid search advertising, Amazon advertising, voice search, mobile search, local marketing, and emerging marketing channels. Yesterday, Colin and I talked about some of his predictions for SEO and some of the impacts of 2020. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about the content marketing side of the house. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. So here's the second part of my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. Colin, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me again, Ben. Excited to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about what happened for SEOs in 2020 and what we expect to happen in 2021. It was actually a pretty good year for SEOs in the sense that more marketing focus turned into a focus on organic growth, good for agencies, good for platforms. And we expect that this year, now that a lot of businesses are going digital or focusing on organic growth, SEOs are going to continue to be a priority. Now, it's not just about the technical optimization. It's not just about rankings. You have to have your content, and there's multiple different ways to syndicate your content. Talk to me a little bit about what you saw for content marketers in 2020. How are they impacted? Yeah, you know, I think they were most impacted by being asked to create content that was going to do a couple of different things. One, 
be emotionally and contextually relevant to the situation that was going on last year. And I think that will continue into this year. So that's why, I mean, if you're someone like me and you've sort of gotten sick of it, but you've seen more and more information on websites, on social handles, everywhere that is related to the pandemic, what the business is doing related to the pandemic and, and, and that sort of thing. The other thing I think that impacted content marketers last year was there was a lot of emphasis on subscription businesses, on transactional-based businesses, regardless of the business model of creating content that was going to derive the most value for the customer in that moment since there was what I would argue, a reduction in actual experiences that brands had with most brands because the physical element, the in-person element was so muted last year. So I think there was very much an extreme focus on how is this content going to deliver an experience that's going to evoke sort of the brand experience that we're trying to give customers and leave them with some sort of perception or emotional connection to to our brand. I feel like last year... You can describe content marketers like going through the stages of grief (laughs) where the initial reaction was, well, we need to say something about the pandemic. Let's GDPR this and just send an email that no one's going to read. You know, it's like you got an email from every company you've ever used being like, here's how we're handling the pandemic. And uh, okay, great. We've addressed the crisis. And then there was a little bit of a, all right, this is the new reality. We need to have addressing the changes in lifestyle into our ongoing messaging. Hey, we're a socially responsible brand. Hey, we're taking care of the people that work for us. Hey, you know, here's how our products and services have changed to address the virus. And now we're in this sort of different place where it feels like the virus and the changes in lifestyle are kind of normal place. Obviously, it's very irregular, but we've been doing this for a year now. When you look at the experiences that people are trying to create, how they're using content marketing, how has it changed over the year? And what do you expect to happen in this upcoming year? Yeah, I think there's going to be a greater focus around authenticity. I think that was a big departure from last year. If you you take what you just said and you sort of analyze that a little bit, it really means that everyone was trying to do what everyone else was trying to do. And I think that is going to be a big focus of this year is how can we differentiate ourselves from everyone else with content experiences that we can deliver in various different formats. I've also seen, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about it since we're on, you know, on the show, I've seen a pretty significant increase in client questions about podcasting. Woohoo! Well, woohoo, but also like, <laughs> wow, like there's going to be even more volume of podcasts that are going to be out there. It's going to be a crowded space. But we've definitely seen that sort of take off as well, which is kind of interesting when you think about it, because you wouldn't necessarily think that podcasts would do so well in a socially distant, non-commuting world because they were really made for a commute. But they've proved very resilient. Consumers use them in more ways than just commuting. They use them for multitasking while they're doing chores, when they're walking the dog, whatever. Blocking out the sound of your children screaming. I'm just <laughs> saying that some people might do that. <laughs> that's right. I think that's it's just another layer that's being added to, you know, how can we deliver experiences that is contextual, that is relevant, and that is on point with our brand to our customers? And podcasting is proving to be a way in which lots of B2B and B2C companies are looking to do that. So we're seeing an increase in new media, specifically podcasting. People's tones are changing. My thought is 
we're trying to get back to normal now. And content marketing is more about getting used to behaviors, right? We're not talking about how we're adjusting. I think we're talking about, you know, in some level, getting back to how it used to be or building routines that are regular. I have a prediction that by the end of this year, a lot of the content and the tone is going to change. We're not going to be talking, and I hope that we're not going to be talking about survival. We're not going to be talking about normalization. We will have hit a critical mass in terms of vaccinations. We will have passed the hump or the hurdle in terms of the virus's presence. And people are going to start talking about partying their asses off, about celebrating, about embracing life. I think that there's going to be a significant tone shift, whether it's the end of this year, whether it's the beginning of 2022. Like, you know, I would be ready to start investing in the companies that are selling the party clothes because... You know, I think that we're now not questioning if, but when. You know, in terms of tone or in terms of marketers' approaches. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Do you have an indication that people are still sort of playing up the message of fear or are we thinking about resilience and recovery? I don't get the sense that there's lots of brands that are talking in that sort of tone. I wish there were more. I think that it's a huge opportunity. I mean, let's be honest, like the media has not done a very good job of doing that. So this is a sort of a void for brands to sort of inject themselves into the realm of positivity and possibility, where I think so much of still what we're hearing is very doom and gloom and and not wrongfully so necessarily, but it just it leaves an opportunity for brands to sort of be that light that consumers are sort of looking for. And I think we saw that like a little bit with some of the Super Bowl ads, even though, frankly, I thought most of them are pretty, pretty darn bad. But I think we will see more of that increasingly as brands start to feel a little bit of the momentum begin to shift behind the pandemic. Yeah. My hope or my prediction is that this happens in the back half of the year or in the beginning of next year. Hopefully by New Year's, we could start talking about you know, sequin dresses and tuxedos and whatnot. So bringing the party clothes out. Let's hope so. One last thing I want to ask you is, we talked a little bit about sort of the tone and how content marketing has been effective, even some of the channels. Woohoo, podcasts. Talk to me about, 
the distribution methods for content. Obviously, SEO has been incredibly important, driving organic growth. But when you create a great piece of content, it's not just enough to publish it and hope Google grabs it. Working with influencers, social media syndication, are there other organic or, you know, veiled paid channels that you're seeing be successful or that are upcoming or growing trends? Yeah, I mean, I think once, you know, not to stay on the, the tone of the pandemic, but once things do begin to return to normal or begin to return to partying your ass off, I think we're going to see digital out of home be one of those distribution channels that's going to take off because so much of the technology advancement behind that has been pretty significant. And there's really been a shortage of just out of home advertising that's occurred. So I see marketers kind of being like, well, I'm going to get back on that bandwagon. I think another area that you know we still hear so much about, and it's so true, is word of mouth programs, customer advocacy programs, the non-paid influencer, basically. Like, how can we activate customers that really, really care about our company and are passionate about you know service or the product that we sell and have them be good spokespeople on behalf of us without actually having to pay them? I'm very bearish on influencers right now. I think that if you sort of follow the tide or the trend that's going on in just our culture right now, which is general distrust for basically everything, influencers, I think it's already started to happen where they're not trusted, but I kind of see them next in line in terms of being on the chopping block of things that people just don't trust, as well as with other forms of you know certain types of social media. So like it's a little bit of like, Going back to traditional content distribution means with things like out-of-home advertising, but also leveraging you know, customer advocacy. I think employee advocacy is actually going to be another big one as more companies focus on employee experience and sort of future of work. Like how does work actually go back to normal? It's probably not going to, but what is that going to look like? And how can we create employees that will be advocates for our company and for our brand as well? So I think you're going to see more human, human-led touch points for distribution of content. I think that the trend has been going from the Kardashian-style influencer, the mega-influencer, the huge following, down to the micro-influencer. And now we're getting into not necessarily an influencer, but an advocate or an employee. So I think that's an extension of the trend that we started to see even pre-pandemic. Colin, I appreciate you giving us your thoughts on what's going to happen in the content marketing space I'm going to bring you back one more time. We're going to talk tomorrow a little bit about what's happening for e-commerce. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. Join us again tomorrow when Colin and I talk about some of the trends and changes he sees in the e-commerce space. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Colin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Colin Colburn, C-O-L-L-I-N-C-O-L-B-U-R-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is Forrester.com, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-E-R.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.